Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hey, before we get started, I just wanted to share a special offer for our listeners, and it's called the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle. Hun, real quick, tell just a little bit about it before we get into the podcast. Yeah, the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle consists of four of my most popular programs and teaching packages combined. You get Christian Wife University, the Wisdom for Wives online conference, Five Days to a Better Marriage eCourse, Communication and Marriage Workshop, and a complimentary three-day, two-night stay in a deluxe hotel at any one of 50 locations in the U.S. Wait for it. For only $97. $97. Nice. You can find out more at jolienangle.com forward slash makeover. Now, while everyone's considering this opportunity to strengthen their marriage, uh, let's go ahead and get into the podcast. And then we'll have more information about this package at the end of the episode. Yep, that's right. It's time for another Marriage Mentor with myself, Eric Engel, and my beautiful wife, Jolene Engel. So what do we have today uh, as far as uh, our uh, question or request of the day? We have a wife whose whose parents have uh, torn down her guy. It's not like we ever heard that one before, have we? Or lived it ourselves. Uh, Right. (laughs) So let me play her message. Okay. And we'll get her story. Hi, Jolene. This is Courtney from North Carolina. My husband is a believer and was very open about this from the beginning of our relationship. So when he met my parents, this opened up a conversation about his beliefs. And over a period of time, these conversations led to a debate over convictions, um, just convictions that are deeply set in my parents' belief system that are different than what my husband believes. And this eventually divided us from my family. They started talking about my husband rudely and did not approve of our marriage up until our wedding day. Um, They do not do this now. We've been married for four years and they have stopped being disrespectful towards him and saying rude things, but they also have not apologized for the things that they said in the past. Um, so my husband and I both carry wounds from this situation, but my question for you is, am I disrespecting my husband by choosing to continue the relationships with members of my family who have slandered him and did not approve of him as my husband? Any insight that you have on this situation would be helpful. Thank you so much. Ooh, great question. Would he disrespect i mean here's the simple short answer this is a 22nd podcast episode no (laughs) the short answer is ask him ask him if he would feel disrespected if you carried on a relationship with your family hey you know what that is such a key answer because every time a wife comes to you and says i'm having this problem or this problem what do you say to them it's always the same thing. What does your husband say about this? What does your husband say? So you guys are married. I've been saying that. You know, it's funny because I have been saying that for as long as I could remember. 
I mean, I go back in my mind to when our youngest was a newborn and I was leading Bible study and wives would come up to me. Now, mind you, it's just regular Bible study. It's not marriage stuff. Right. But but they'd come up and eventually they would share with me about their marriage. Okay. It -hmm. would eventually get there. And, and there would be some concern, or she had a concern about her child, and she doesn't know what to do. And I'd say, so what does your husband say? It's been an ongoing question. Uh, I think that's something that every wife should write on her mirror or on a wall someplace. What does your husband say? What does Because a lot of times they got these issues, and they're not going to their husband. I mean, no. the two become one. And yet, I don't want to talk to my husband about this. I want to ask someone else. Right. Well, I think that there's just some elements that they might overlook. They might overlook the oneness um, in their marriage. Okay. So that's why I point the wife back to, what does your husband say? Right. Okay. Because I'm pointing her back to being one with him. And then sadly, this is what I get. Oh, well, he says this, but. Well, and she, uh, before we go on, I want to remember this. She said, slandered him i know and didn't approve right, of him right. being her husband right okay so that's some heavy stuff right there i know all about that stuff <laughs> yes you do <laughs> because your parents did not approve right. of me becoming your husband right right and i sat down and asked them uh for the blessing and they said nope we don't give it to you <laughs> and i had to say okay thank you very much right so but so let's let's go back and kind of kind of dissect this a little bit uh, she talked about convictions. Okay, now we're assuming that these convictions are not uh, primary. They're not doctrine. Convictions pri- aren't necessarily well, doctrine. primary doctrinal right. uh, issues. Right. Okay, and and hopefully they are just uh, different. Different opinions. S- different opinions. Secondary issues. She's on board with her husband, whatever it is. Right. She married him, so she's on board. Right. Okay. Obviously, his convictions did not run her off. His convictions were not of a concern for her because I got to tell you, if you had some convictions that I thought were just way too out there, I'd be like, yeah, nope, not interested in this guy. He's a freak. Okay. Right. I would not have married you. Okay. <laughs> He's a freak. <laughs> Well, do you understand what I'm saying? Well, because I get it. You he, didn't like you didn't like the style of my pants. Yeah, those were loud. <laughs> anyway, they're like MC Hammer pants. <laughs> I love those pants. So, <laughs> anyways, back to the podcast. <laughs> so obviously, the convictions were not a big concern to her because she was able to overlook them. Right. She said yes to him, got married. And still does say yes. Right. She's on board. She's with on his, board. So with his convictions. We're, we're Ori- assuming they're not that big of a deal. Originally, she said her parents treated him poorly. Yeah. Now they've come to accept him, I guess. You know, and, and they're no longer slandering him. Right. No longer slandering him. Isn't that a nice term? <laughs> no longer <laughs> slandering him. And that's just wrong. And now it's just kind of, you know, now it's just kind of like, well, they're they're kind of sweeping it under the rug or trying to forget what they did. But still, it seems to be an issue with her and possibly an issue with him. Right. Because no apology has been given. So here would be my next question I would ask her. Find out if your husband would like your parents to apologize. 
Okay? Because generally, we as women, oh, you better be dishing up that apology because I'm not budging. Now, men, you guys could probably handle a little less of that. Right. But we're, we're looking... We're looking for the apology, the restoration, and the reconciliation way faster than you guys, okay? So she might, her emotions might be running ahead, and she might be the one who says, those stinking parents of mine, they, they, they need to apologize. Okay, he might not really care. Well, and she's torn because <clears throat> women, it seems, have a little more of an issue of leaving their family and cleaving to their husband. Hey. Hey, well, not I, all women. <laughs> okay. You know, and, and maybe I'll take that back because we see some mama's boys. I, we do. We see some mama's boys. It's just like, hey, grow up and move towards your wife. Right. Okay. So, I, okay, I'll take that back. <laughs> okay. It just depends. But, I, but you know, women are attached. It seems we like. We are more that, relational. We are the more relational gender. There you go. Okay. So, we want... We want all the relationships to be thriving and everyone to get along. And when that's not happening, it bothers us. Okay? It probably bothers us way more than it bothers guys. Right. Well, so if she's left her mother and father as now cleaving to her husband, uh, she has an ultimate responsibility to her husband and the oneness there. Okay, right, yeah. and it sounds like she's honoring it, but it also sounds like she has a longing in her heart to be still connected to her family in right. a healthy way, right. not an unhealthy way. Right. You know, I don't see this wife as being, you know, attached to, to the apron strings in, in any way, shape, or form. I see her wanting a relationship and being so concerned with how will my husband feel about this. Well, if her parents have half a brain... Okay, and they want to keep this relationship, right? Then they'll they'll go ahead and apologize or take care of this and say, you know what, we were wrong. We love you. We accept you. Can we move forward? That takes an awful lot of humility for them to do that. Well, they might not spiritually be there. They might be fools. Right. Right. Well, I know as a mom, you know, it it's it's tough to look at, you know, our kids and see. You know, like our oldest, he was interested in a gal, and I'm like, give me your phone so I could see her Instagram profile, because I'll learn a lot about her by, you know, checking that out. How you did know, you feel about the picture you saw? Oh, I was bent. I'm like, nice boob shot. You know, and I verbalized that to him, <laughs> and I just crushed him, and I saw the look on his face, and I thought, oh, I wish I could take those words back. And I apologized, but again, the words came out, you know, they delivered a blow, and I saw it break our relationship. So, right. and, and by the way, she was not she was not naked in any no. way, but she was posed in such a way that the young gals pose that yeah. they shouldn't be posed right, that way. Right, right, right. I mean, it wasn't. It was like I'm sure PG or G. I don't know what you would call it nowadays because all the TVs and movies are oh, ridiculous. Been, it would have been G, but still. But still, it was just. I, you know, I wasn't prepared for it. And right. anyways, these words come out of my mouth and I see the damage they do to my son and I have to remind myself and I remind my sons, hey, you know what? We're for you as your parents. I didn't handle that right. I mean, I apologized. You know, I, I asked him if he would forgive me because I want the relationship with him. Okay. 
Now, I was able to see the look on his face. You would think these parents who have said these, you know, negative things about a spouse would look to reconcile, but they didn't. So I would go to you and say, hey, are you are you wanting an apology from my parents? I mean, frankly, I think that they should apologize. And you'd say, yeah, that would be nice. Then I would go to my parents and say, you know what? We were really offended by the things that you'd sa- you said. I would love to reconcile and restore this relationship. Can you give us an apology? Can you give my husband an apology? Okay. Hopefully they say yes. Hopefully. If they say no, that's, you don't want to be around that anyways. Right. They could say, no, that's, that's done. We don't need to, we don't need to address that right. anymore. Right. And it's just like, I wouldn't want to really be around that because what are they going to be then teaching your kids later on in life? We leave Junior over at Grandma's house. You know that she's slandering him. Well, beside beside that, uh, the husband is going. You know, they're s- still in their attitude. They're treating me poorly. And right. You you want to have a relationship? That's with what I'm them. saying. Right. Right. I would I would pull away from something like that because that tells me that my if my parents respond like that, it tells me that my parents are more concerned about being right in their own eyes than having the right relationship with us. Well, and as a husband, I'd say. Your relationship with your parents is more important than your relationship with me. Go have that relationship because right. our relationship is breaking right now. Right. So that's why she has to go to him and find out how he would feel about certain things and what are his expectation, expectations on certain things and what are our standards as a married couple. Okay. okay. So let's say let's say he's fine with everything. Okay. She should still have a standard as to what's right and wrong. Oh, and, sure. And, and so he might say... No, everything's fine, but she might say, you know what? They were still wrong, and and I need, because you're my husband, and we are one, I need an apology from them. Yeah, yeah. And because they're believers, based on what she said, right? she could use that as the authority, the Bible being the authority in which she's going to them. My parents weren't, so I couldn't expect them to act like believers. I couldn't expect them to give an apology to you. You know, it would have fallen on deaf ears. Right. So and, you, and frankly, I didn't I didn't need one. I I understand that. I understand that. But if there's a wife listening in and her parents are unbelieving parents and they did some things they shouldn't have done, you have to be able to handle that with some more grace because they don't really know any better. Okay? That's kind of how I looked at my parents is they don't understand the Bible. They don't understand our reasoning for marriage, and I'm going to give them grace in the sense of not expect them to apologize. But, but that didn't mean that I'm going to be hanging out with them at Christmas when when they're making you know certain statements or threats to our family. Right. Okay. So so this is how she can make her husband feel fantastic, hun. In a perfect world, what would you want? Right. Okay. Well, I wish they would do this or that. Okay. And then she comes right next to him and say, I'm right there with you. You're my guy. I believe the same thing. Okay. And I feel the same way. And this is where we stand. How does he feel? Oh, he feels like he's got her loyalty, that the loyalty is given to him and not her parents. Because the goal is to create the unity in marriage because Satan will use whatever tactics possible to create that division, even well-meaning parents. Parents, friends, kids. Right. 
Okay. Right. You and, always have to protect that oneness. And I have to. I'd have to say, early on in our marriage, that's one thing that you did so so well was anyone who attacked even marriage in general or made jokes about uh, our marriage or or your being the boss or anything like that. You were so quick to say, "This is my man. I stand next to him," and and it doesn't matter where he ends up. He's my guy, okay? And you offend him, you offend me. Right. Well, because I see us as one flesh. Absolutely. Now, you didn't need to defend me, but your willingness to was was great. I think it was just, I think mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, it was, it seemed natural. It seemed natural to want to protect the unity and the oneness, because if they're attacking you, in essence, they're attacking me. Well, and I'll even go a little bit further, because when you did that, that was a massive witness to what a godly woman is all about. And and there were even unbelieving, unbelieving men, husbands, that looked at our relationship and said, how do I get a gal like that? And I remember one guy who was a mentor of mine said to me, how do I find a gal like that? <laughs> and now that's a whole nother story, but but you know, he wanted uh he wasn't necessarily a believer either at that no, time. No. But he wanted that godly gal that was loyal to the end, like you were. Well, again, it goes back to it goes back to seeing your husband and you as one. And I think this nonsense this garbage, don't get me started because I'll get on my soapbox in like two seconds because I get so disgusted, disgusted when I even read this in, in Christian marriage stuff. Oh, we're a team. The Bible does not say anything about a husband and wife being a team. I hear it all, I hear it all the time. And I, it aggravates me to no end that if I look at you and I as a team, I miss the oneness. Right, okay? Absolutely. And the key is oneness, one flesh. The Bible talks about one flesh. It does not say two flesh as a team. Right. Okay. So the example would be you're you're going through life together as one, as if you're like in a three-legged race. You're attached. You have three legs. Okay. If I fall down, what's going to happen is you're running that race and we're, we're tied together. Well, first of all, I'm going to fall with you. Right. Okay. I mean, but which is fine. Okay. Uh, where, wherever you go is where I need to go and vice versa. So should you okay? just drag me along? Or, or I could just drag you along. <laughs> okay. And uh, how would that end up? Yeah, not well. You would probably stop and wait for me to get up or you'd pick me up and carry me. Okay. Now, obviously, right. I can't pick you up and carry you in a physical sense. But in an emotional sense, yeah. you can and have. And I'm not going to run so far ahead of you that it causes you to fall. And you're not going to run so far ahead of me that it causes me to fall. I'm not going to run to the right without telling you, you know, oh, I thought we'd go to the right. Now, I'm, I'm called as the wife to follow. Okay? So right. I'm expecting you to lead. And if you're veering to the left, and I don't know it, I as a wife have to say, hey, next time let me know you're veering to the left so I can follow you a little bit better. Well, and, and here's where this takes a little turn, is that a threat from your family 
to me is a threat to you. Absolutely. Okay, and vice versa. Okay, since we're one, it's no longer, well, I'd like to have a relationship with my family. Is my husband okay with me? Look, if they don't want to have a relationship with him, right. then they don't want to have a relationship with you because you're one. Right. And even though even those Christian parents don't seem to get it. Right. They, they don't seem don't. to get it. And 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 I go back to how my my sons are and I try and tell them when your gal, the gal that God has for you, you take a wife, okay? I'm for you. Daddy's you, your father's for you. You know, we're here to encourage you. We're not here to meddle in your life. We're here to uh, be counselors. If that's what you want, you know, in a multitude of counselors, there's there's safety there. But we're not here to tell you how to run your life and tell you what a crummy woman you got. Because I know from firsthand experience, you'll destroy the relationship. Right. You know, the relationship is destroyed. So as you're listening to this, maybe you have great in-laws, maybe you have great parents. Praise God for that. Okay. Make sure you learn from couples who who've had meddling in-laws well and, and, and not make that same mistake well and and unfortunately i think that tends to happen at one time or another with every couple i think so too you know there's meddling in some th- way there's shape or meddling form. you know we all think that we know better than someone else it's just you know and our parents uh, forget that okay i'm done you raised me okay you no longer have that position unless i ask you Right. To to have that position in certain circumstances. Well, and I verbalized that to my mom. I said, there's going to be a time when I'm going to want your opinion. I'm going to need it. You know, because my mom was very meddling. And it's just like, hey, I'm not asking for your opinion. Please don't give it to me. I'm not looking to receive your advice on this. Okay. I mean, that, those are some straightforward words that I had to say to her. Did she heed them? No, unfortunately, she didn't. I mean, she had to learn the hard way. So some of, some of us women could be very controlling, very manipulative, very demanding, thinking that, well, I'm the mom and I know best and I still need to parent my, my son or daughter who's in her 20s, 30s or whatever. Or now I need to tell her how she needs to raise, you know, my grandkids. It's just like, no, you don't need to tell her. You've done a good enough job that she's off doing it. And if she's got a relationship with you, she'll ask for your help. Right. She'll ask for your opinion. Right. So anyways, I know we kind of gave uh, a little bit more we, than... We went all over the place, but we're coming back. <clears throat> well, anyways. So yes, ask your husband if he would feel disrespected. Ask your husband in his perfect world, would he like an apology? You know, if it were my parents and they were professing believers, I would say, hey, we're really hurt by this, you know. You go back to Matthew eighteen fifteen. If your brother sins against you, you know, it's it's a common biblical right. practice that should be taking place. And she's got to remember that she has that primary loyalty to right. the one she's bound to. Right. And right. that's not her parents. That that's if she wants a strong marriage and she wants to create unity in marriage and she wants to feel like a loved and cherished wife, you better be closer to your husband than your parents. Right. Straight up truth or right there. Or anyone else. Or anyone else, yeah. Okay. Great thoughts, my love. All right. I'm Jolene Engel with my husband, Eric, and you can find us at JoleneEngel.com.